0: Hey, this is Bob Nell from the Shockwaves Hard Radio podcast, the Shockwave Skull Sessions podcast, and the Shockwaves videocast. And you are tuned in to Focus on Metal. Scott here and Richie again and uh, holy crap is it windy as fuck out there or what tonight I expected yeah, to wh- see Dorothy and Toto flying yeah I,
1: I hung up my laundry it's like half a mile down the street I'm surprised it's not back in Ireland holy crap <laughs> that's tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> probably got a quarantine it's too. quicker than the plane that leaves from Logan tonight
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyways um, hope you guys enjoyed the last episode actually the last two episodes we were talking with Joey Allen and as promised in part two of Joey Allen, that uh, Richie was, has something he wanted to talk about. And uh, so I kind of know a little bit about what he wants to do. it will be almost as much a surprise as it is to you guys.
1: And I know nothing about what we're going to do. No, uh, actually, no, Then we're right fucked. No, I have a topic. Show's so over, folks. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got for us? Um, we're going to talk about legacy. Comes up a lot. And and not the band legacy. No, not Testament. Yeah, (laughs) the 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 legacy of a band, and and there's been a lot of talk about this with various bands still going, coming back, iconic members dying, and then rumors of them coming back with another lineup. You got as a tribute kind of a thing. We'll we'll get into all this, Hmm. but the the question I have when it comes to legacy. Do the fans care more about the legacy of a band than the actual band themselves?
0: Hmm. So that's interesting. So I know that our buddy Bob Nelbandian did a great documentary called uh, "Band Versus Brand."
1: It is great. It is great. Yeah, yeah.
0: And 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 I think I actually watched it a few weeks ago again, just because I really enjoyed it, and it kind of has some of this theme to it as well. But the other interesting thing, and, it's, and, and I'm glad you're bringing it up, because you have another perspective that I don't have. So I have a very American-centric perspective of band legacy. You have a totally different perspective, because in a lot of ways, in Europe and in Japan, fans treat bands and legacies of bands, I believe, differently than we do here in America.
1: You want to have a fickleness now?
0: Yeah, that plays into it. Okay. So
1: And and kind of
0: just going off of everything you just said and thinking that in some cases of what matters for the legacy when we talk about original members and not original members is that a lot of the fans, let's say, you know, over in Ireland, they're actually going to know the guys who were in the band when they first got into the band. And, in he, you know, here... You could have a band get up at the, you know, Hampton Beach Casino with zero members from the original band that did any of the hits. And the bulk of the fans, there will have no effing clue that there's nobody different on stage. Or even when we went to see Queensryche, whatever time it was. And there was a lot of people that actually weren't sure which version of Queensryche were appearing that night they just knew like queensrike and uh so i just think about you know th- that whole part of it too is that is does that fan fickleness or caring play into that or not and even with um even with coverage you know because i can remember growing up i you know t- to me anyways i feel like if you are if you were reading something you tend to pay more attention to what you're reading and you absorb more of what you're reading. So you're reading about these bands and you're remembering who they are and stuff because of that as opposed to this CD or an MP3 or whatever that just kind of flies by you like a YouTube video and it's like it just doesn't sink in. So you don't even know who the people are. And so when you start talking about legacy of band, I think a lot of times for a huge swath of fans, all they know is the name. And not, like, who made up that that other thing that we kind of revere. So when you talk about, you know, Van Halen with, with Dave versus Van Halen with Sammy, right? And there's, there's definitely hardcore fans out there that absolutely care one way or the other. And then you have other people that are just happy to hear Van Halen. Um, or, I guess in some extreme cases, they don't even know who's doing what. On it, they just know. Oh, yo, Van Halen. This kind of the 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 crowd of people that buy like the shirt at Target with like the Rolling Stones or what. And they have you. I know. I know. You've seen kids that are like they have these shirts on, and you go, "There's no way you have a clue about anything about that band
1: at all." Have you seen any of the videos out there, um, where a guy he'll go up with a, with a microphone? Hmm. To fans at concerts Yeah Or on the street And you'll see their t-shirts Uh-huh And you'll, you'll say Name five songs
0: I have not seen that but I've seen I, a couple I, of them I'm going to have to go back for them I've
1: seen a couple of them There's a couple at, at festivals Yeah And of course you get the guy That'll go right well, I'll, I'll rattle them all off On each album In order Yeah And then you'll get The other person name The hit The hit That could have been a hit Uh <laughs> um, can you edit this out? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's a really interesting topic, though, of, of you know, what constitutes legacy and does it matter?
1: Yeah, d- definitely. Well, and I think one of the catalysts for this recently was uh Jason Newstead and Joe Satriani have both done interviews. Mm. Um Newstead, because of what was <laughs> published. Has a question whether he's ever going to do any interviews again. Because, of course, when, the minute he mentioned that he'd been in, you know, there was contact with Alex Van Halen about doing a tribute Van Halen show and yeah. him being involved in a, of course, that was going to be the story. Sure. <laughs> like, more than whatever else he was promoting, <laughs> right? The only story that would be bigger than that is if he said he was back in Metallica. Right, right. right? Yeah. It, realistically. Yeah. And he got pissed that that was what they were running with. And I'm thinking, well, you're honest and you're answering the question. but, And then you have Joe Satriani, same, more or less the same thing. And I was kind of thinking, what's the point in that? What's that going to do? Can a band do anything, like just say Van Halen, that will tarnish their legacy by doing something like this with Joe Satriani and Jason Newstead? Like will that really piss off the fans? Will they care more about this than like why is Alex Van Halen even thinking about doing this? Um well That's a lot of questions I've thrown at you. There. No Sorry. no but it's I mean but <laughs> they're all thoughtful questions.
0: Yeah. Um So my first thing would be it's it's odd because Alex could have a multitude of reasons and the first one that pops into my head is that he revered his brother, and he doesn't want to just have, you know, anybody go out and do this. So, which is kind of the, the kind of the more the, you know, is this is this a way to get over grief? Is there? I mean, there's a lot of reasons why Alex could be doing it, even down to just the straight banal. I can make a bunch of money if I do this. I yeah, mean, it do c- you c- think it Alex Van Halen needs money? I don't know. Doesn't he have ex-wives? From my experience, then you need money. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, I really don't know what his, what his financial How status old is. is.
1: He? he must be seventy.
0: Yeah, he's up there.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. can't. I, I can't understand what. No, of course he he has his reasons, and I'm only guessing. Yeah, what they are, but I can't understand why he would want to even consider doing this.
0: Yeah, and, and to me, like I said, my first thought, which is usually odd for me because usually I go down, like, the worst paths in my brain, is is grief. And, and, you know, he's just still trying to process his brother dying, you know, which is pretty much they spent their, you know, their entire lives so close, right? And, you know, is, does he have stuff going back from Wolfgang too? Is he trying to, you know, help him out? Like, you know... Just go play with him. You know, I don't know could what he it is. a few
1: shows of Wolfgang and play with him. He played with him and Van Halen. Could be, you know. And the other thing could be,
0: and it's only, and it is really only triggered because of Joe Satriani being involved. Is I look at it and say, is there something where, you know, Joe and Mustaine and I think even what Kenny Wayne Shepherd, I think, was on it. They went out and they did that tribute. Hendrix, they did that oh tour. with
1: Doug Pinnock that came to Lowell like, yeah, I knew
0: yeah. I knew there was another person I was yeah. forgetting and and so did he look at that and go huh that was actually done really tastefully and it was a celebration of his life and music and all that and maybe he went down like that path too I don't know just I'm like I said I'm just shooting out of my ass at this point I don't know
1: I wonder how Sammy Hagar feels um, but Jules Satriani call him up I'm not doing chicken foot <laughs> I'm going out playing Van Halen music
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that That would be Sammy Unless Sammy was involved It would be Sammy and Michael Anthony
1: Yeah <laughs> Yeah So how would, you, how would you feel then If it was Sammy, Michael Anthony, Alex Van Halen And Joe Satriani Would you be pissed if they went out It couldn't be called Van Halen that's, let's get that. Oh out no, of the no, way it couldn't be. First. It could absolutely. You're
0: right. It couldn't be called Van Halen, but it would be. It would be. It would be cool to see.
1: And how would you think the fans would react to that? Legacy wise, would they just revolt against it, saying Eddie is dead? You shouldn't be. doing So the this? other
0: part would be: is is are they doing? Are they doing Dave era? Are they doing? Are they doing Sammy era? Well, are, are the, they doing a combination and and. Well, We're they should singing. do a
1: combination because they, they completely ignored the Sammy era for years when Dave came back.
0: Yeah, because I'm thinking, you know, if they really went the gung-ho route and they got Sammy to do Sammy stuff and they got Dave to do Dave stuff. No, it's not going to happen. And they got Gary to do Gary stuff. A small
1: bit of Gary stuff. Well, that would be interesting um, if they did You that. know,
0: and then you had, and, and Joe's talented enough, he could c- cover the... the the whole gamut of what they do, that would be a really good evening of music. Yeah. You know, it's almost like, it's almost like a Shanker Fest, right? Where you had all the original singers coming out and doing their stuff. I really enjoyed that. That was pretty awesome. Um, something like that. I think then that's really being like respectful to it, but otherwise it's like, well, who are they going to have sing? Because as as fantastic as eddie is and obviously i'm an eddie nut um but it was the whole interplay too of the singer and the guitar player that kind of made each error of that band go so yeah there's a lot to consider with that
1: yeah but where's the time where you say say to a band look just don't just stop there's a lot of examples of it out there now it's I, I, listen if people go out and they see these shows and they have a great time good for you yeah I'm glad for you but there's enough examples out there now where you know especially with the singers you just can't cut it anymore yeah um I, I, you haven't heard any of the recent you know John Bon Jovi songs the videos that are out there he, He's 60 years old. He's talking through the songs. He's, oh, it's, it's bad. Um, and, you know, for years, people have been railing against Paul Stanley. Yep. Um, well, even Paul
0: said, like, man, I wish I hadn't sung those songs in that key all through the 80s. Like, you know. Yeah, but he can't even sing some of the other ones. Well, no. In the 70s. Because now you you really, you know, your voice works a certain way. And, you know, it was amazing he could get what he could get during the time period he was getting it. But at that point, you are really just beating the living crap out of your throat. Yeah. You know? Um, And so where it was kind of more of an unnatural thing for him, I think that's part of it. And then, yeah, your voice is going to naturally lower. And then there's a few people that kind of, for whatever reason, escape that, like Michael Sweet.
1: Yeah, but do you think that the bands, they care about... How they sound now, um, and how bad they sound compared to oh, what they did in in their classic era, because a lot of them they don't sound as good, and if they do sound as good, um, it's on a computer. Yeah, yeah, and they're getting a lot of help. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, too, is that realistically, do they care? Though the band, do they thing, or is it just like, okay, I'll 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 say what I want to say, right? Mm-hmm. I'll put it all on the line. It's co- just totally a paycheck. All that matters to them now is a paycheck. They don't give a fuck how they're remembered. If the promoter pays them to play, we're turning up. And if the people turn up and we sound like shit, we don't give a fuck.
0: Uh, I don't think that goes for everybody. I think it does go for some though. I think, granted, you know, you put a lot of time, energy, and a huge part of your life into. Being in a band, developing that band, writing songs, going out there, busting your ass. There's a certain amount of of pride in everything you did. And and yeah, you, you are getting paid for it. But I think in this case, for some bands, it's really just more of a, they still want to be able to do it. They still feel like they have a fan base to do it to and so they'll go out and do a you know a weekend thing here a weekend there thing there's sure are there other bands that maybe haven't done as well in life post band that maybe they feel like oh crap like this is the only way that i can supplement what i'm making you know cuz not everybody as an example not everybody is going to be out there doing you know, successful things post band like Mark Ferrari did, or even like what Joey Allen did. You know, um, there are people that that don't have much to fall back on, and then they're they're kind of slogging it through. You know, and yeah, so those people are still going out there probably and getting a paycheck. I don't think it's everybody,
1: hmm. but it's a means to an end. The fans are a means to an end for yeah. these people. It's yeah. the paycheck. Yeah, I mean, but some people are too pay- are are like.
0: They don't know, for some, they don't know what else to do either. That So some people, I mean, that is, music has been the entirety of their life, and they really don't, they don't know how to do anything else but that. They don't know anything than that lifestyle and that thought pattern and any of that either. To them, that's as normal as us getting up every day and going and busting our ass to a job for eight to ten
1: hours. Yeah, but that doesn't mean to turn off on stage and put in a half-assed performance? Some of them, they probably don't think it's a half-assed performance either. Why is that ego? <laughs> is it ego? No, I think it's denial. More, yeah, it's more denial. You think it's denial? Yeah. And, and bullshit?
0: Yeah. No, I, just, <laughs> I just think that... And again, I, I can't cast that on everybody. Mm. You know? Because there are people that, that know that they are struggling, and, and again, like as an example, Paul Stanley is—you know—he he knows he's struggling. Don Dokken knows he's struggling, and they've said so. But yeah, there are some other people where you're like, hmm, yeah, he probably shouldn't be doing that anymore.
1: So, does personal pride come into it then for these people?
0: Yeah, I think for some, absolutely.
1: What that they just they know they can't do it anymore, and then they just say, "I'm not going to do it." all these people come back because the, is it money overrides everything?
0: No, I think again, for some of them, it is just, they don't know what else to do. And it's like, yeah, I still want to do it.
1: Or they don't want to do anything else. Yeah. They don't want to put the time in to actually learn to do something else. Well, they just expect the world to revolve (laughs) around them.
0: I mean, (laughs) at our age, do you want to learn to do something else? Like, I don't like. And and so okay, if people are still going to turn up and and pay to have me be
1: bad, then okay, good. I don't have to learn anything else. We, we we've we've spoken to enough musicians over the years, and I've asked the question to a lot of them about the business side of music. Yeah. And some of them have really gotten into it, like Bobby Blitz for a couple of weeks ago was one of them yeah he he said right, I have to get savvy at this, so he's able to look after mm. all that kind of a thing um and then you have others who are completely naive about it, right, yeah, and I'm thinking, well, I don't really have any sympathy for you at all because he did it, and you didn't you were too fucking lazy to do it. So don't tell me now that you're too fucking lazy to do something else. Have you not learned anything at all?
0: Either you're lazy or you were cut out of doing it. And a lot of times in bands you do have the person that is that does that segment and nobody else does it.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't mean you can't ask questions. Or try. Or when the band goes down to shit her, maybe say, I'm going to be the guy to do it in the next band and not the guy that was in the band I was in.
0: Sure, but then that's probably not the band that was a big, popular, famous band.
1: Maybe.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Because it is. I mean, there are. There's, there's band dynamics. And. and I, I can tell you that, you know, in bands I was in, that if it was. If I was. If that was my swim lane, nobody else is doing it. They just weren't. And they weren't going to try to even deal with me to try to get to do it.
1: <laughs> they just weren't. You just get. You find your niche, and then you stick with it, and the other people leave you alone because you're better at it than them?
0: doesn't necessarily have to mean it's you're better. You're just a bigger asshole about it, <laughs> to be honest. A lot of times, I wasn't better. I just, I just was the bigger asshole about it, and it was like, just fuck off. I'm doing this.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: In a lot of cases, it was, you know, control freak. Okay. But that's, you know, and so you got the band dynamic of, oh, okay, well... We still need this guy to write songs and be able to sing and play. So I guess we're going to deal with all the other stuff that he's
1: doing too. Do you have any band that has completely ruined your their legacy with you by continuing?
0: <sighs>
1: or, re- or tarnished it? Not, not, not com- Completely ruined it's very extreme. Um, where you look at them a lot differently and thought to yourself, fucking hell, they should have fucking stopped. Uh, or, or let me flip it. Who who stopped when they should have stopped and didn't come back? And you went, yeah, you did it the right way. A lot of questions I am asking you here. No, but
0: that, <laughs> th- that one there, a- actually, regardless of what happened afterwards, is rushed stop when they should have stopped.
1: Yeah. And they did it the right way to That's wait. That's the first one
0: that pops to mind when well, you ask me that oh, question.
1: Of course, that just, is the only one for fun. me as well.
0: That's instant. Um, so that one there, yeah, definitely that just... Um, on the other side of it, Guns N' Roses just leave shit alone. Just fucking leave it alone. Um
1: When? when when they were when when they were out on Chinese democracy or when they before, got back with,
0: even before Chinese democracy they should have just fucking there's no day it's one guy it's axel you know it it should have, <laughs> they should have just stopped um another one that and it's hard for me to say Aerosmith. This. yes,
1: I was going to ask you about them with yeah. Joey kramer not playing shows that that's that's a tough one for me
0: and incredibly tough
1: one. and they've got they? four of the original five guys now that that's a high percentage when you look at a lot of these bands now yeah um, yeah so that one there and again that's
0: you know from the last time I saw them they still put on a good show but it was and okay granted there's a bias here too because I am I am so much more into you know Rocks, and Toys in the Attic, and you know, that's like, that's my era, you know, then I would take my daughters, and they were much more into all the other latter stuff, but it's still, that was a band that should have stopped, another one, that definitely should have stopped is the Rolling Stones.
1: When Charlie Watts died, or before Even that? before that, even before that, just... What, 1980? I mean, it's like...
0: <laughs> The last time I saw him, you had Keith just, he'd walk around the stage. He wasn't even playing. He'd mosey off the stage. He'd mosey back on. It was kind of like, yeah, I'm here, and and yeah, I'm sort of kind of playing, and I'm an icon, and I might be able to just strike a pose and play one chord and walk away again, and everyone goes, oh, Keith, Keith, Keith. So it was like. Great iconic band, but you know what? Maybe
1: wrap it up. I got one. ZZ Top. I think when Dusty Hill died, they, they should have played the shows that they were contracted to play, and then said we're done. Yes, Dusty can't re- can replace
0: soul freaking integral. And it's that a three-piece
1: band. band. And the thing I would say is,
0: I'm glad you brought that one up. I look at ZZ Top as akin to Rush that those guys are so kind of inextricably tied together and you watch even that last documentary they did with the band. And it's like, this is like three friends that have lived a lifetime together. And I could see that if Neil had died before rush had decided, had, had done their farewell tour, I honestly believe they would have just said, no, we're done just like Zeppelin did. We're done. Um, and so I'm, I'm shocked that Zz Top would not continue like that. That I would I would agree that with the first thing you said, finish what you have contractually, and that's it. Same thing with that you know the Who should have
1: done the same thing. Yeah, they're back shows.
0: Yeah. So, again. but I would think that that again, it's they should have just done that. I 100 percent agree with you, and and I I'm shocked that they didn't.
1: Do you think the fans when we talk about ZZ Top or the, Ro- the Rolling Stones, the fans don't give a shit? They don't, right? You said yourself, you've never seen a band move merch like oh a my Rolling Stones show they move
0: merch. Holy shit!
1: Right. And and a lot of that is the fans. They don't want to let go, and I get it. It's part of their youth. They want to relive it. I think that's probably got a lot to do with the vinyl revival. For, it has for me mm-hmm. that. It's bringing me back to an age when I got into music mm-hmm. that I was holding the vinyl on the records yep. and it's the, the whole experience of it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I listen to tho- those al- albums now, you know, they bring me back to when I was 16, 17, sure. 18, right? Yep. They don't want the bands to go. Mm-hmm. And I get it, but... <sighs> Do any of the fans get pissed off, though? Because you hear, there's a lot of negativity on social media and you hear it a lot of, all I got to do is bring up. There's a, there's a couple of uh, bands I bring up, and the fucking arguing is incredible about them. If I bring up anything to do with Hagar or with Van Halen, there's one. Um, anything, anything after the Black Album with Metallica is another one. Especially if anyone <laughs> says, especially if anyone says that they love any of the albums. Yeah. Like I've seen people personally go after people in the comments section, and I'm like, get a fucking grip. Yeah. You know, they like what they like, and mm-hmm. that's the end of it. Yeah. Um, who will be another one? Iron Maiden will be another one. Mm. You know, God help you if you love some of their new stuff and think it's actually better than their 80s material. You know, the guys want to find out where you live and fucking shoot you. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely different.
0: Yeah. You know, and I know what I prefer, but it's still, I mean, still good stuff. They're still, you know, but it is markedly different.
1: mm Hmm. But I think a lot of a lot of it as well is it's the songs and not the band that mm-hmm. people want to go and see. Um, so they want the songs performed well. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather see? Right. Let, I'll, let me give you. Let me. I'll throw a name out here. Right. Just say Steve Perry went back with Journey. Right. And sang. A new album coming out by the way. Yeah. And I, th- and I think Arnell, I don't think it can be disputed that is a better singer than Steve now, right? And with Journey, it's all about really the songs, I think. Uh-huh.
0: Right? Yeah, because it's not really a show there.
1: It's the yeah, songs. Yeah, it's the songs, yeah. right? So when it comes to a legacy act, would you would, do you think the fans would pay double the price to see Steve Perry sing Journey songs than they would with Arnell singing Journey songs now and singing them better than Steve Perry.
0: Yeah, I do. You, I do. I think they would. I, I I don't think I'd go, but I think that there is a vast legion of fans that would be like, oh my God, Steve Perry singing with Journey. So would, would go. There
1: was, So if Steve Perry did not sound anywhere near as good as RNL doing it. They wouldn't care.
0: I don't think so. As bizarre as that sounds, I don't think so. Yeah. See, this is the thing that blows but, my mind about... that's one... See, so, like, that... I've, I put that in the same thing as, you know, if Lou Graham with Foreigner.
1: They can't do justice to those songs right. now anyway. And, and the thing Kelly is, is that,
0: that for a lot of the fans, that's who they know. They know Lou. They don't know anybody else. They know Steve. They don't know anybody else. Or, oh, yeah, there's the guy with the afro that plays guitar kind of a thing you know what i mean i think that there's there's a a big thing wrapped around like that singer too Hmm. like he's the property
1: okay you know the whole this whole legacy thing it does fascinate me because uh i don't know whether you can say as a general rule or do you go band by band by band by band and then decide like, if I said to you, it'd be okay if Pantera went out with Zach Wilde. No. And another drummer. No. Why?
0: Hey, this is Rex from Kill Hill. He listened to Focus on Metal.
1: They have the singer and the bass player. They do. But, as good as Zach
0: is, and I love Zach. Or not Zach, anybody. Is, yeah, there is their... Both Vinny and Dime ha- have a groove, and there's something of, and and I'll, and I'll, I'll key more in on, on Dime. He just has this groove that I don't think anybody else can replicate, and without that, you can't do Pantera.
1: You just can't. So do you, do you think then that that would definitely tarnish the band's legacy if Fox the fan. other two went out as yeah, Pantera? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How do you think the fans would react to that? Do you think they'd be more pissed than the band?
0: Pantera fans,
1: uh, hmm. Or would they would they go because it's 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 Phil and Rex and it's good they're going to hear Pantera. You see, one of the things we nah, always be, I, so what, I think
0: I think I think Dime is yeah I don't I think I think that the core Pantera fans they would not be they would not be into it. I just don't think they would.
1: They wouldn't go? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it's just... I, I, and granted, remember, I'm, I'm coming at it, too, from the whole kind of musician's perspective of it, too, and just knowing, you know, kind of the uniqueness of what Dime brought to it, and I just... I, I don't know. I don't think that really hardcore... Metallica, uh, Metallica, Pan- Pantera fans
1: would would want to go see it. What about Slayer coming back? Like, do you think that fans would be pissed saying you, t- you said a few years ago you were leaving, you weren't going to come back, and now you're coming back? Would that tarnish their legacy? Slayer would the fans, fans, would the fans be pissed?
0: No, Slayer fans. No, Slayer fans would be right on board. Because they're mad. They'd be right on board. <laughs> The linchpin would be who that second guitar player is.
1: What about the drummer?
0: Because mm, they could pick from at least three drummers off of their legacy and the fans would be fine with it. It's. I think, it, to me, it's that second guitar player. Like, Gary, he had the Bay Area credentials, that true thrash kind of blessing to go in there. He had enough respect. He had enough of the, like, fuck you, I don't give a shit, balls to his personality that was not an affectation at all. And I think the fans really respected him for that. So I think if he was there and they pick from one of their former drummers, then, yeah, I, I think the fans would go. It's, it's Slayer you know that's like i said that's a whole other ball game right (laughs) it's slayer it's (laughs) it's kind of like definitely not i genre but every year kc and the sunshine band plays the case the casino and that show sells out almost instantly every freaking year i'm sure half the original band is dead And they're just, it's like, that is like the pop music Slayer. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, what the hell? But yeah, I think Slayer's in its own realm.
1: The other thing you noticed recently, and I don't know how close you've been paying attention to some of these shows that are happening. You've all these members disappearing. And the new buzzword for a lot of them is they're going on hiatus. Uh Uh-huh. And... They won't admit that they're gone or whatever. It's just like they're going on a a, a vacation Mm -hmm. or they don't want to come back. Try Lucchetta from Tesla is one of them. Yeah. Right. You look on Blabbermouth today and they've announced a tour. And of course, they put up a picture and he's in the band and he hasn't played in the band since last year. Yeah. Um, Is he coming back? (laughs) He's on hiatus. Right. Um, There's been various shows recently where you know, people have gone missing uh-huh. for a while, yeah, and um, that seems to be the new buzz thing out there, where they won't let on, they won't let the fans that the guy's gone. They kind of kind of getting me strung along, and I don't like it to be honest.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, and and again, is it is it a legal thing that they really can't say that they're gone yet? I I would like I. I do edge more towards the, no, nah, we're just not going to admit they're gone so that we don't upset the apple cart and people just come anyways and the money keeps coming in. So I do f- initially approach it that way. But, yeah, but again, you, know, you, brought, you, brought, you, but you
1: brought up money, 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 yeah. money. All about the money. They probably all have ex-wives. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the 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 big hiatus one, and it's reared this ugly head recently big time, is... Uh, because now we have a, uh, this actually, John Grisham should write the novel on this band, is um, Queensryche with Scott Rockenfield, Michael Wilton and Eddie Jackson going at it. Uh-huh. And, um, of course, a couple of years ago, Scott Rockenfield went on hiatus. yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you had all these interviews going out and I haven't spoken to him. I don't know what he's doing. And, and now, of course, because legal ease happening, it's all yeah. coming out in the wash. Yeah um that he wouldn't meet with the band he wouldn't help them find a replacement drummer they tried to contact him to do the verdict record and he just wouldn't communicate with them and and the other one was uh they said he used the company's uh credit cards for his, his own personal mm. business mm. and of course that's all come out into wash now and I'm thinking that band has to have tarnished its legacy with all this shit that's been going down. Oh, the one other thing I forgot about that was they owed Tate money, so they got a loan, and Wilton and Jackson are saying that Rockenfield just stopped contributing to the payments of the loan to Tate. Huh. Um. You see, all this <laughs> shit comes out, and I kind of heard rumors of a lot of this o- over the last couple of years, but of course, I'm not going to say anything, but... Um, you know, it was out there. Yeah. If you looked hard enough, there was you know, there's enough people on social media now who know someone who know someone or know someone, someone and you have to wade through the bullshit and then say, actually that guy might be re- reputable In what he's saying that he actually does know someone. Yeah. Um so I had heard some of that before. Mm. And of course there's always a whiff of bullshit with the interviews. Sure. It's uh you know, people who believe press releases are hundred percent true. <laughs> I, I just laugh at them. You yeah. know? Oh, he, but he said this in an interview. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> but that yeah. band, that's one band now that I think has really tarnished its legacy in the last 10 years. The band now, not I think the fans care a lot about the band. And a lot of fans love the new music and they care about that. But when you talk about Queensryche, their legacy has been tainted by what yeah, they've done.
0: I think... I think there was definite tarnishing with the two Queens Reichs for a while. That didn't help at all. But then you have the flip side, which makes me kind of wonder how much they tarnished it. In that, everything that they've put out since having Todd in the band is fantastic, and it goes back to. Warning and rage and it's 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 that same sound the same power and drive that powered them up to empire and you know if todd had come in and there was really substandard stuff that they were putting out crappy half-thought stuff or even you know if you go back and you look at some of those albums that were coming, you know, post empire, you know, even those started to kind of, I think to me, tarnish the overall legacy of Queensryche. And then, so it's kind of, it's kind of hard to say how much they're tarnished because then you get this new singer, you get Michael who now feels empowered to be in the driver's seat or just feels like a need to like, I need to get off my ass and get back to songwriting again. One of the two, You know, Eddie seems to be inspired again. And all of a sudden they're making really good fucking albums again. And they're going on stage and they're putting on really, really good shows again as well. And then, yeah, then on the flip side, you have all this other bullshit in the background. So that one there, it's hard for me to say that they've totally tarnished themselves.
1: I think they have. I, I think there's been so much drama with them when it comes to the legal stuff. Um, cause it's all, of course it's all out there now and you had it all with Tate and now you have it all again with Rockingfield and I, I'm just thinking oh, enough, you know, is yeah. Well, you, you know what? I, 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 I feel like
0: within the next two years, we're going to see this with Judas Priest. I just feel within the next two years a bunch of shit's going to bubble up, and it's just going to. What it, members? It's, it's some former members, maybe even a current member. Yeah, I just feel like some things are just going to pop, and it will be a, It'll be
1: like the Judas Reich drama.
0: Yeah, it's my god. <laughs> my god.
1: One more question about Queens Reich. And you mentioned there how good their albums were, the last couple of albums. Right? Yeah. Hell, even Todd
0: Latoury's solo album Yeah,
1: awesome. I, like, I actually prefer Todd's to the three Queensryche albums he's done, but that's just me. They're good albums, right? Yeah. And I'm probably asking the wrong guy, because you're probably going to say yes. Queensryche, when it comes to their legacy, announced a tour that they were only doing songs from the three albums that Todd sang. Do you think fans would give a fuck?
0: No, they wouldn't. They'd go? No, no. I think that if there was a clear thing that, hey, we're only playing stuff post-Todd, there will be a large chunk of the fan base that won't go. Yeah. That they're going. and, And I think we've seen it with shows we went to where fans are really enjoying. I mean, holy shit, when he came out and... It kicked it off with Queen of the Reich. And it was like, oh, my God, I've been waiting how long to hear this song the right way again. Like, holy shit. So and so that's where my answer comes from, is that there's a lot of other fans that have gone back and ex- re-experienced Queen's Reich with Todd singing and hearing all those things that way again and going, holy shit, this is how I remembered it. This is... and And, and just like feeling the power coming off of that music again. But I think that as good as those albums are, because of the way people interact with music now, a lot of fans haven't bought those albums, don't know them. And they would be like, okay, well, I'm sitting here, but I don't know any of these things. Because part of when you go to a show too is you got to have at least some little breadcrumb to to grab onto, right? Mm. So, yeah, I think there would be a lot of people that wouldn't go.
1: I think you're right. I think that goes with nearly with nearly any band now that brings out new music. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll and definitely. we loved it. We don't get me wrong. We love the new music. We love that they do it, but we are in the minority. Yes, and it sucks. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we're like, yeah, and ninety-nine percent of the people are going. What album's this on? Right.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I. But that's that's my belief. I don't. I don't think that. And again, it'd be that clear. We are only doing, and. People would be like, uh oh, no empire and you know No, I don't think so, kind mm. of thing. So yeah, I don't I I yeah, I I really think they'd have a hard time putting butts in seats if people mm. knew that.
1: Right. Let's I'll throw another example. Band. Uh Whitesnake. <laughs> Seven piece, right? Uh Dino Jalusic is in the band. Uh huh. Right. If Coverdale, after this run of shows, decided to retire, and they kept going as White Snake with Dino singing, would that tarnish the band's legacy?
0: Yes. I, I, I honestly, and I like White Snake. I liked White Snake before White Snake became popular.
1: He, well, White Snake is David Coverdale.
0: And you know, I because I can remember. I think the first one I picked up was Live in the Heart of the City, and. That is, you know, that is way before the eighty seven album. And you were right; it, it, White Snake has always been David Coverdale. Even when John Lord was there, it was still always David Coverdale.
1: He found it, you it's know. His
0: band, yeah, it's always been him. He and so, yeah. I just, I don't think I think White Snake without without Coverdale. Why?
1: Hmm. Be like Rainbow without Richie Blackmore, wouldn't it? It would be. Mm. Yeah. Because it's his band. Uh-huh. Or Deal Without Deal. Even
0: even <laughs> as... Yeah, wow. Yeah, because even as... The unique thing with Rainbow, too, is that, yeah, it's Richie's band and all that, but at least the, the, the bigger part people remember about Rainbow is, ironically enough, the singers, right? I mean, you have people remember, oh, well, it's the Ronnie era. And then people remember, oh, it's the Joel and Turner era, kind of a thing, you know. You have a, you know, a minority that like other ones in there as well, and he's always had awesome singers, but I just, yeah, I, I same thing, yeah. Is Rainbow without without
1: without him? Yeah, why? Why, Bob? Yeah. And I'm just thinking that is just on some level, is 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 there musicians out there in these big bands that just decide. No, it, it just wouldn't be right. Even though I've been offered a lot of money, it just wouldn't be right. What do you mean? Like to to go keep going in any form? It's like oh, I've had okay. my i was I've had
0: had to look at it as as, as I've, ha- I've had my hop.
1: day. I've made a lot of money, and if I squandered it, that's all my fault. But I care more about how this band is going to be remembered than the fans do. I don't want to fuck around with the fans. I don't want to give them a substandard show. Well, I show. think, I mean,
0: I, mean, that's, I mean, that's essentially what Steve Perry did, right? I mean, Journey kept, continued, yeah, he re- re- he like, I can't continue, but Steve was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't, I'm not doing the, my legacy, no pun intended, or or the fans any
1: justice by continuing. Um, so Steve did that, like, which is good. I have a lot of respect like for how, that. How is Ozzy going <laughs> to en- en- embellish his legacy? By coming back and supposedly doing these shows, how is it going to improve his legacy? Doing them,
0: it's not. It's not. I think, I think. Well, for one thing,
1: Sharon.
0: But I think Ozzy, too. Just he doesn't. He doesn't know how to do anything else. And then he's
1: seventy-three.
0: I know, but then you know, and
1: or seventy-two. And, and he's in seventies. Ex- I'm not
0: excusing him. But the other thing I'll say is that you know some things I've watched where they talk to like his children and stuff and they talk about the years where he was at home and he wasn't on tour and they were basically most of the time they would relate back that he was miserable because he didn't know what the fuck to do with himself, that he's used to this go out and be this Aussie persona on, on stage. And that's what he knows. And like if he's not doing that,
1: yeah but, sometimes, running ATVs yeah, but sometimes into trees. these guys have to say to themselves, it's not, it's not doing it. It's can't do it. There's a difference. They might yeah. want to do it, yeah. but they just have to realize that I just cannot do it anymore.
0: Yep, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Of course, the other part I do think in the back of my mind, selfishly, is, you know, when we were growing up, would you have ever thought that you were at a point in the music stream where when these bands stop, that there's like nobody? I mean, when I grew up, it was always like, oh, well, there's the next band and the next band and the next band. So even if, you know, this one band breaks up or whatever, well, there's another five bands that are out there touring and you can see and you're into them just as much and they're putting out great music. And now it's like.
1: Shit. Yeah, but I don't I don't think you get invested in a band anymore. It's more the style of music that's out there. Like I'm into I'm into hard rock and melodic hard rock. Right? I'm not invested in a lot of the bands. I'm invested in the sound. So
0: you and I are musical minorities. At least
1: We're here idiots. in
0: America. <laughs> okay. At least here in America we are. <laughs> and Kind of in different ways, so yeah, I'm. I do go stylistically. You're pretty clear on your stylistic choices, but I am also still that guy that goes. That band puts out a new album. I'm buying that album. Oh, I'm the same, uh, you know. So I, st- I still do that. It drives my girlfriend crazy, but she realizes my addiction. I just but- don't tell my wife. I
1: sneak them in. <laughs>
0: She was right there when actually she found like half of those. She was like, "All of a sudden, I see a little hand go up." I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay." And then a few minutes later, the hand goes up again. Yeah, okay, we're getting that. But um, yeah, like the Avenged Sevenfold, those were hers, Um, and the Judas Priest picture disc. But I think a lot of people, it's it's not so much that it's the it's that band at that time with those songs, or, and kind of where the music it's funny, I had this conversation with someone the other day to explain the music industry and where we're at right now.
1: you still explain it: oh, yeah.
0: I, I am. yeah, um, was that for the chunk of the population with the disposable income to spend on music, the driver is still cataloged. More so than new music. It's catalog. So how many times can you repackage
1: Deluxe Edition. Deluxe Super edition. Deluxe Edition. Yeah. Remastered. Super right. duper remastered. Or
0: compilations or any or you know yeah. Different vinyl, whatever that catalog. Catalog is ruling the revenue stream. Old catalog, not new catalog. Yes. Well that's what I mean by catalog. Nostalgia. Though. Yeah, it's it's catalog. It's stuff that you've put out before. Yeah. It's in your catalog. It's not it's not Black Swan, you know.
1: It's that's a great album, by the way. It
0: is. Um, it's, I was playing the other day. Um, it's but it's it's the okay. It's not it's not Black Swan, but it is. How many ways can you repackage everything from a college anchor group and sell it? It's catalog.
1: Where can I get it? Where? 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's and that for for a lot of people, that is that is what drives their m- music purchases, and you see a lot of that too with. And for some of them, I pick them up just for damn convenience because I may already have the singles, but it's having, um, did I order it? I think I did. It was like all the Tokyo Blade on, you know, one shot.
1: Wow, that's the name of a band I haven't heard in years.
0: I just got... Tokyo um, Blade. Wow. I just got the dual color vinyl of their
1: self-titled. Yeah. What, did they make 10 of them? You bought six of them? Yeah, (laughs) something like that.
0: Um, Yeah. I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I, I snap that right up. But yeah, so because it is, I mean, that's what that's what moves. It is, and you can see that they've got. Well, I mean, the, the, I, mean I bought it on CD and on vinyl. Skid Row, the Olympic yeah. years, right? Mm-hmm. Catalog. You know, yeah, they've done that for rap. They've done that for Van Halen. They've done that for a lot of. Actually, if I go through the list, you probably think, "Wait a minute, band legacy, band legacy, band." A lot of them hit on that same thing: to band legacy, right? Yeah, and you know what again, they do? It
1: again, it's all about money you know so it's money 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 money
0: um well so like skid row i'd say okay should they have stopped i don't think snake's doing it so much for the money i think he's doing it one he loves to do it the new singer's really he good have you to heard do him it. and have you um, heard him
1: with the new singer
0: no i've had he's really um, good i've heard i've heard good things i've heard bad things i've heard the. The one like kind of ridiculous comment, which is he really should have long hair, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, but I think that's a band that again they have a legacy, but and they went through some pretty lean freaking years there. But uh, but you know, I think that's the thing is I think that someone like Snake, he genuinely he just like kind of lives and breathes that band and he's proud of it. There's a band now
1: where. Do the fans care more about legacy than the band members? The band members don't seem to. They have the legacy of the first two records, especially that mm-hmm. sold a shitload.
0: Yeah,
1: and they want to continue on. So I think the fans care more about the legacy of that band in general than the band does.
0: I th- and I do think though too. Or is that, that a wrong way of putting it. I think it? there's going to be. There are going to be fans. That will show up to the current Skid Row tour and be like, "That's not Baz." You still think those people do, do that? Yeah, absolutely.
1: No way. Absolutely. Well, that's their fault. That's dumb in this day and age. And on the other hand, that. if
0: Baz showed up, they go, "What the fuck happened to Baz?"
1: But <laughs> he's fifties, and he's fifties.
0: Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm in my fifties, and people
1: don't believe it. So I know. But the, the guy they have now, Eric Ronwall. Yeah, he actually does do justice to those songs and this is what a lot of these bands do it's like let's plug in the guy that's half the age of the, the guy that you know uh-huh. and who can sing the songs better and we'll try and get away with it as best we can a lot of bands do that yeah and um yeah, cause a lot of times it is it's the singer right yeah it's all about the singer yeah you know Arnell they got in Arnell because he sounds like Steve Perry and he's half his age and, he's able, and Kelly Hansen is 20 years younger than Lou Graham yep you know, and he's been in the band for twenty years and the other thing about those
0: it. two guys in particular, though too, those are good examples, is both of those guys are so fucking happy to be in those bands. Yeah. They absolutely are. They're not it it's those two guys, I think when you look at that, that it is it is more than just a payday for them to be in that band. They really freaking love doing what they're doing in those bands. And even Jeff as as MD and bass player in foreigner too, I think he really loves being a foreigner.
1: Mm, mm. Definitely. Definitely. So, have a touch on everything. No. Probably yes, not. I no. mean, we
0: could probably go like three hours on this because it's, it's there's
1: just a, there's it's it's a very very complicated subject. A lot. Of, it's completely subjective. And you could probably... It's very hard to generalize it as well because, you know, we mentioned a lot of bands there and you could say, yes, this one, that the fans care more. No, the band cares more than this one. Yeah, but for some of them too,
0: it's, it's a case of... Did fans love the entire album? Even if a lot of the things weren't radio cuts. Then you have other bands where really the fans probably only played what was ever played on the radio, and they don't know you know, the other 12 songs that were on there kind of thing as well. And so I think that plays into whether a band has a legacy or they don't have a legacy as well, because I think a lot of times it is, it is just that song and how I remember it sounds, and that's it. And then there's other words like, oh, no, it's those five guys, and it's those 12 albums,
1: and you know what I mean? Can you think... I don't know whether I've asked this, and if I have, you let it out anyway, but... um, Can you see a band that would reform and it would tank with with the original members, that the fans would just say, no, you're well past your sell-by date, we don't care anymore. You will really ruin your legacy by doing this. Completely ruin it. Is there a band? If I said just...
0: It probably is. It's not not, it's not all not head. all the
1: members now, right? Just let I'll throw a name out. Mm. Soundgarden.
0: Oh, that's a tough one. It it no, because people would be like they they call bullshit. I'm I'm actually surprised that Allison Chains is accepted with the new singer. As good as he is And as much as he brought to the band, I'm I'm shocked that people kind of went okay. Well, yeah, Lane's gone. Yeah, but I think this guy's good.
1: I think it gets accepted more when the person is dead. If the person is still alive, the fans call. But that's what I
0: mean with Soundgarden is on the opposite side. Chris is dead. He's dead. Yeah, but he's in a sense like more iconic than Lane, and a lot of people associate. Chris Cornell, Soundgarden, not anybody else. Not
1: audio slave, and you know
0: what I mean. They just they they, like he's Soundgarden.
1: I'm trying to think of a band
0: because I know I know for I know for a lot of people. um, Well, I can tell you right now, like my girlfriend's brother, he'd go, "Fuck no, that's bullshit." He'd he'd lose his freaking mind if they tried to do it without Chris Cornell. (laughs) He would rather see them wheel Chris's dead body out on stage. Like he would, yeah, he, that is how like crazy he would be about
1: it. I'm trying to think of an, because an, it it, nearly all nearly always comes down to the singer an an iconic band that the original singer is still alive. And if some of the members went out with someone else that it would just tank, you could say Bobby Blotzer's rat experience. But. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then he tried to do it as rat. Yeah, but that a lot of legalese got involved in that. Um, can you think of any?
0: If nothing's coming to mind, and I know, you, like five minutes after you leave, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, this band. Oh yeah, this band." But I just, yeah, it's nothing. Nothing is really just like popping in my head right now. I'm sure
1: there's there's ones out there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Just an interesting conversation. That a lot of people say, what's Richie on about? He's full of shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't I don't I don't think so. I think we live in an odd time. And the other the other part that kind of exacerbates all of this is now you have all of these different cruises with all of these, for lack of a better word, legacy bands that play. How many of them are actually original members? How many of them are just New, you know what I mean, and, and it's like ah, uh, so I and I think people go on there, and now it's 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 almost it's almost diluted, like kind of the timeline on bands and and the and the kind of the retire by date on bands as
1: well, because there is no such thing.
0: You know what I mean? Because some of those some of those things, I think those bands, it might be like the only thing they do the entire year, so it's like you know. Jesus. So I think that 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 definitely kind of like stirs it up a little bit So you too. think it's
1: okay then for them to maybe do a short run of shows rather than going out year after year after year after year, after year kind of a deal, mailing it in? Yeah. Health, you know, the I, yeah, health voices isn't It's weird great and though too because
0: when you look at things like the cruisers, you have things like, you know, you have some where you have like a lot of like European power metal guys on and stuff. And for the most part, those are almost like all the original members. And then you have like monsters of rock, um, where you're going to have a bill of some bands that are, have a lot of the guys intact. And then you're going to have other bands where you've even like gone, I don't even remember them. Or there's maybe one guy left or no guys left that are playing on there, you know, and maybe doing one set, the whole cruise and you're like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, 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 so you have that, and then you have now the you know, and so you have the cruises, you have those festivals as well, and then you have a lot of fly-in like casino work. And we know from interviews we've done with a lot of artists too, casinos pay really well. They do, right? It's Back to your money comment, right? Mm-hmm. So you have that too, and 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 for those kind of shows, it's even different because on a lot of times, you know, they're playing, and you know, like like the Wolf's Den at Mohegan. It's like it's almost like they're playing in a lobby, and they're who's free caring and who, who isn't? They are. Those are free shows. They are right, and I just want, don't want to confuse that with you know, you know, Judas Priest playing at you know actually in the arena.
1: Not here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah not here. <laughs> <sighs>
0: well, it was it was good to see the Warden full of actual black clad metal fans. That was good. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Band Legacy is a a mess. But I will say, I think, awesome topic. And if you really want to get a better opinion than our knucklehead opinions and get it kind of broken out into some really nice segments, definitely check out Band versus Brand that uh, Bob Nelbandian put out, too. Because if if nothing else, it will make you think even more about what's important. Yeah, it will. It's the brand.
1: It's always been the brand with yep. these guys. Whoever, if you own the name, you yep. make the big, you make the money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, what was that thing that Don Dockin or George Lynch said years ago, or Don said it, Don went up to him, he said, what, what's your problem? George pointed at the backdrop with the name and he said, that's the problem. Yeah. It's all about the name of the band. Yeah. And who owns it? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm not sure we
0: got anywhere this week, but no, that we means didn't. this is old-school focus on metal. We set a lot of stuff, and we got nowhere. So yeah, and it good. didn't
1: record any of it. I feel good about <laughs>
0: it. And my digital audio station did not crash the whole time, <laughs> which I'm, like, amazed at. But anyways, that's it for this week. Stick a fork in it. This one is done. So, for myself...
1: And me, my voice is gone, talking too much.
0: <laughs> have yourselves a great metal week. And until you talk to you again next time, as always... Thanks for listening, and remember... Focus on metal! Everything else is insignificant.